0: Unwrapped is the conversation you need to hear to enhance your well-being from the experts at Bioglan. We'll be talking about trending health topics and ways you can make a difference to your health with leading experts discussing the latest developments in dietary supplements and, of course, natural foods.
1: Recently, I got some good news, which was that I'm currently in a cancer-free state. I'm still on active treatment. Um, But as soon as I got that news, I then accepted a place in the London Marathon and I'm running it for the hospital that looks after me. So I'm running it for the Royal Marsden.
0: I'm your host, Natalie Silverman, host of the Fertility Podcast, And I'll be taking you on your wellness journey. This podcast episode was recorded just before lockdown. And since then, events such as the marathon and Race for Life have been postponed or changed. Although many people are still training and doing individual challenges to continue to raise money, including Deborah herself. So I'm now going to welcome back to the Health Unwrapped podcast, Deborah James. Hello again. Hello. And this time we're talking about running because you talk about how when you were diagnosed with bowel cancer, the shock because you were a keen runner have you have you always run I've i always been somebody who's liked to put my trainers on and
1: you know Keep active. I used to be a national gymnast. Okay. So my, you know, when I was very young, um, so sport has always been a massive part of my life. Um, and then, in school, um, I kind of did athletics. Um, I, w- I was always that sporty girl at school. I've always been somebody who likes medals. I really like getting
0: a good and are medal they all somewhere. They all like yes, out they and are
1: trophies. absolutely. I kind of display my medals up. Um, they mean a lot to me since I've got cancer. My medals mean a lot to me because. It might be the first 5k that I did after a lung resection or the first 10k I did since I had cancer and for me those milestones are huge and the the biggest challenge for any of those races has always been being well enough um, to turn up at the starting point. I've rocked up today, yeah, still in my sports kit. Sports, ca-
0: sports cash is perfect for a podcast.
1: My active wear.
0: <laughs> So in terms of when you were then diagnosed with bowel cancer, you had to stop your exercise. I mean, that must have been, if it was such a big part of your day-to-day, yeah. that must have been quite a big setback.
1: It's a massive setback, actually, um, especially if you're somebody who exercise is part of their daily timetable or weekly timetable, um, you know, between kids and a job. Um, but for me, um, exercise is a massive tool to support my mental health um, and my physical health. And I know, obviously, the physical benefits are amazing. But for me, it, it supports like my mind being really honest with you the challenges that living with cancer brings and the dark side of cancer in terms of saying goodbye to people um you know living with constant fear you want to escape and for me exercise is that escape
0: You've talked about outrunning cancer. (laughs) I
1: like that. I love that. Yeah, I like
0: that. It's kind
1: of, um, for me, I play a bit of a mental game with myself, and I have to be honest with you. It's, It's not the healthiest, but it's essentially where I often run to the Marsden, which is where I'm treated for treatment. And it's only about 8K, and I'll run there. Not very fast. I think when people assume that I'm running, I'm always, like, sprinting. No, just... Sometimes I'm basically running as slowly you call, as I, I can. I
0: heard you talk about it recently. Do you, you call it the show pace? Yeah, oh, sh- oh party pace, party pace, party pace. <laughs> 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 yeah the, the party
1: pace at the back could bring you up the rear and so I played this game with myself where I kind of just run to treatment because I or run to get my uh, test results or whatever it might be because I always kind of think mentally right if I'm running today I'm not dead yet you have to excuse my dark humor it kind of like part of the course with a metastatic cancer but yeah it's kind of like right if I can do
0: this today I'm okay Running is such an accessible thing for people of all different abilities. And we're going to talk more about the different runs that you're involved with, some that I've had previous experience with, like Race for Life, which we'll talk more about, which are incredible events. I want to talk a bit about your training, because you do distances 5, 10k to marathon running, potentially running London Marathon. Talk to me a bit about what your training entails day to day.
1: Yeah, so It's time-consuming,
0: isn't it? It's really
1: time-consuming. Normally my training entails a mental battle between me saying... Oh, I just really need to do some work and stay, you know, at home or running around London versus getting my trainers on and actually going to do something. Uh, so that's that. That's my procrastination. At some point, it it is. It takes a lot of dedication. I would say, um, for me, the biggest challenge is the roller coaster. So I, for the last three and a bit years, have been on constant treatment. And that treatment for my bowel cancer, um, which has spread to lots of different places in my body, um, has involved a variety of different operations from lung resections, bowel resections, liver um, operations. And so the challenge that I have is every time I build back up to, say, a 5K or a 10K I then have an operation and I have to restart again. And I recognise that I'm not restarting again from scratch, but it's, it's mentally really, really difficult to kind of think that you're doing okay, go back to square one and pick yourself up again. Um, but I'm learning. I've, I've been doing it for three years, so it's kind of part of my life now.
0: I recognise that. Now, when it comes to preparing for a big run, mentally, physically, emotionally... Yeah. What kind of things do you have to do as well at?
1: So for me, I have to look after my body. I have to listen to my body and um, fuel my body correctly. So um, the biggest challenge for me is obviously managing the side effects. But I think half of it is mental. And most of it is mental. It's believing that you can do it and believing in your body that you can do it. Um, I use resources like when I kind of, you know, I've gone through phases because of major operations where walking, standing up. Was a challenge. Walking to the end of a corridor was a challenge. And so I've used things such as the NHS um, couch to 5k app, which is amazing in terms of people always say, how do I start? And I would always say that's a really good place to start another really good place to start for me is signing up to something such as a, say a race for life and just saying yes because I think actually having those milestones in the diary is the best way forward because without it for me that's that's the kind of driving factor that's the kind of yes I can do this um, and then being really sensible about it kind of going online talking to other people whether it's through communities and understanding that we have to look after our bodies so we do need to train and um, we need to eat properly um, and we need to listen to our body as well so if you're feeling really rubbish like so for example I actually um a couple of weeks ago wasn't feeling very well so I didn't do anything for a couple of weeks and then I ran a half marathon at the weekend so it's kind of knowing that when you have to kind of do nothing you do nothing.
0: Well that recovery I think is key to any type of fitness activity you've got to let yourself recover what kind of things might you do?
1: Yeah so relaxing is a huge challenge in anybody's life I think isn't it um but for me I always get in the bath actually (laughs) I always always get in the bath um and then we know for example um muscle wise um so I um, one of my biggest challenges is is balancing out all the um kind of uh, nutrients in my body um, such as potassium such as magnesium Um, and especially for me because some of the drugs I'm on I always have to I have weekly blood tests that look at my levels of things such as magnesium in my body um, and actually I have to monitor them and it's very uh, I have to be very very on it in terms of like what that looks like for me personally and for anybody for any normal healthy person we have to listen to where our body might need particular supplements My muscles get extra sore, really extra sore. And so massaging, um, there's a cream that I use that I can massage um, into my legs and that's really lovely. And it just kind of relieves any muscle spasms. Unfortunately, I have quite a lot of neuropathy, um, which is basically where I've lost the feeling in some of my um, legs as a result of treatment. And so anything that I can do to stimulate that feeling back, such as massage, is really, really positive for me.
0: you ever lost the feeling whilst running and fallen?
1: Well I haven't fallen but I've um, broken my ankle (laughs) so uh, a couple of years ago I ran a half marathon um, and because I couldn't feel my foot placement I broke up my ankle and carried on running (laughs) ended up in a beat for about eight weeks but that's just classic Deborah. it's fine it's part and parcel. But listen to your body. Don't do what I did.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Now let's talk about Race for Life. It's something that I've had personal experience of as well, running in them. I've been fortunate enough to be on a stage kind of getting people going on Race for Life and they are incredible events. They're amazing. And if people don't know about them often people have notes on their back don't they and so you're running behind these emotional messages and then if they're put on a wall at the end and you can stop and read and I think what's amazing about the race for life in particular and I know that there's a a lot of other races that do a similar thing it doesn't matter your ability you can walk run there's no winners it's a really all-embracing all-encompassing like you say emotional event isn't it absolutely
1: so i run for a purpose that purpose for me is just making me feel alive essentially and trying to support my body by being strong um things like race for life Uh, a lot of people say to me oh my word you must be really fit and healthy i'm not actually i just have the ability to try to put myself out there and I'm a really slow runner, um, party pace as we've described it as, and I have no shame in that. I have absolutely no shame in that because ultimately the challenge is just turning up and whether I get around through walking, whether I get around through skipping, jumping, crying, whatever it might be, just the fact that I'm there, just the fact that I'm trying to get around and the emotion that, that comes with all of those things you know you're emotional because you've made it to the line you're emotional because you wish somebody else was there with you um, it's quite amazing with race for life i'm i'm an ambassador for them um, i'm really passionate about it obviously it raises money for cancer research uk and actually this year i have through my social media which is Bow babe mm-hmm. i might actually have five thousand free spaces to give away amazing um, so please watch this space because it would be wonderful if you could join us there's over 400 races up and down the Country kicking off um, at the end of April, and I'm sure there'll be one near you. And you told me that g-
0: gents are allowed in now.
1: Yeah, they are. So they were on the, the sidelines cheering
0: on before. Absolutely,
1: because ultimately, cancer affects all of us. It affects one in two of us, men and women. And actually, we're in it together. Whether we're running um, as a person, you know, directly affected by cancer, or on behalf of somebody, actually, it it doesn't it doesn't um, kind of divide us, does it? It, it should unite us. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Everybody can come and sign up.
0: And what I'd say as someone who's like hosted these events is I've been there time and again till the last person has crossed that line. Yeah. So don't fear if you're going slow. There are people cheering you on until every single person has got round that course. It doesn't matter how no, long it takes. Absolutely.
1: And with, with events like that in particular, and I appreciate the marathon is different, but um, kids can come. So my kids run it as well. Um, so it's a great family thing. Um, and I think that's a really lovely thing in today's In today's climate, absolutely.
0: Well, let's talk about the London Marathon. We're speaking early March. We're not 100% sure about whether the marathon is going ahead. I want to talk about what charity you're running the marathon for and how you're feeling about that training.
1: Yeah, so as soon as I... Recently, I got some good news, which was um, that I'm currently in a cancer-free state. I'm still on active treatment. When you say that, do you have to just stop and be like... No, I stop and go, oh, I've got so much to lose. It's scary. Okay, it's terrifying. (laughs) It's terrifying. Um, But as soon as I got that news, I then accepted a place in the London Marathon and I'm running it for the hospital that looks after me. So I'm running it for the Royal Marsden. So um, hopefully I'll be raising money for the Royal Marsden Hospital because I kind of feel really strongly about giving back to the place that supports me, essentially. But for me, charity work is huge. I think from day one, I realise actually um, just how much um, cancer progress has relied in this country, especially upon charity donations and I know we've just been speaking about Race for Life but Race for Life for example last year I did the same in terms of giving away some free spaces um, as an ambassador. And those free spaces raised a quarter of a million pounds for Cancer Research UK, which is amazing. Um, Bowel Cancer UK is another charity that people have have run for. And so this time it's for the Marsden. I just feel very, very passionate about those causes. And I know a lot of people do, um, but it makes a difference. It
0: makes a difference to people like me. You talk about running to prove you're still alive. Yeah. And if people are listening and they're going through treatment, cancer treatment or other forms of treatment, and they're wanting to try and hold on to, because you people, you have such a relationship with your exercise, don't you? Especially yeah. if it's been a huge part of your life and then it's forced to make maybe take a sidestep. Yeah. What advice do you give to people going through treatment at the same time as trying to maintain some yeah. level?
1: So go easier on yourself, actually, because it can be really difficult to view somebody else um, who is kind of upcycling, running, whatever it might be, and you you might be sitting there having a really rough day, feeling awful, and and actually the last thing you need is this uh, unachievable kind of thing being dangled in front of you and you saying well I can't even get out of bed today but it's recognizing that actually tomorrow's a new day Uh, recognizing that yeah you might be having a rough week this week but maybe next week it will be better and knowing that it's kind of all of us we might be shining one day but I guarantee you we've had rough days kind of a couple of days previously. And it's, it's knowing that it is a roller coaster and, and you, you're you going to have to kind of ride it whether you like
0: it or not. Totally. And the reward at the end, like you say, you've still got your medals and they're significant to different stages of your treatment. You can yeah. always like have that kind of tangible thing to hold on to as well as the memory, can't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it, it kind of like, it does make you feel um, proud and it's recognising actually you're doing all right, you're doing fine. And whatever that goal looks like to you, um, it could actually be that your goal is just walking okay, because we've got to start somewhere. But we, what we do know is that the benefits of exercise and looking after our body um, has a significant impact not only on reducing our cancer chances um, in the first place, but helping our recovery, reducing reoccurrence in certain cancers. So we know that there is a link, there is a positive link in terms of outcomes.
0: And on our general wellbeing and our mental health.
1: And on our mental health. So we know that exercise and mental health is a great
0: match make sure you subscribe by your favorite podcast app to stay up to date on bioglan's commitment to your wellness and to find out more about our products follow us on instagram at bioglan supplements on facebook at bioglan uk or visit bioglan.co.uk